right, folks, and welcome to another wonderful episode of Spiritual Dust. I'm your host, Ricky Wood, and I'm here at the social in beautiful downtown Westchester. I can already smell the food. I had a little red beans and rice before I got started. It was great. Very happy about that. Just a couple of things. Uh, thanks for tuning in, late. And first of all. And secondly, yes, I do have a special going on online. So anybody who's trying to get sessions from me or trying to get somebody uh, a gift or something like that, can go to rickywood.net and use rickwood20 on the site and you can get a discount. Also, all the clothing, everything else on there is discounted too in the shop. So please check it out. Tonight, as I smell this wonderful fruit and I'm sitting here in front of Don and entertainer, entertainer extraordinaire, Joe Safiati. How are you doing, brother? Doing great. It's really great to be here. I mean, I, this is funny because you're like, why are all three of these guys here? He's like, Don runs it. But how do we all know each other? You got to tell us. Well, first, uh, I met Don, uh, I met you first back 14 years ago. You did a, you did a, a medium session at my house. Somebody called and said a very impressive uh, medium is available this certain date. And we're thinking of a place to have it in. So we had the room at our house and we called you up and you came. There was, I think, a dozen people and we were all freaked out and you were just amazing. And then uh, I'd say about uh, 10 years later, or maybe eight years later, I met Don Moore. But but my wife, Debbie Tarashi, knows Don Moore from her father, Rosario Tarashi, Russell, who used to own Sam's Saloon. And they were real good friends. Russell and Dottie were real good friends. This, so that's how the connection. I never knew that you guys knew each other. I, I didn't either. Like, I knew Colleen from way back. And it's like, when everybody found out it was in Westchester... You know, Donald's like, get your butt in here. So here I am. I mean, it's uh, it's been cool because I've met all these great people that I knew from before and back. And there are tribute artists. I know you do all kinds of things. You have your own tribute shows that go around. I mean, you've uh-huh. got anywhere from 400 to 700 people going to these shows. Yes, yes. I mean, I know that you're the Johnny Cash tribute artist, yeah. but what other performers are on that? Well, what we do is, is I do that once in a while, uh, but what I do is I usually host the show over at, uh, it was at the Springfield Country Club for uh, the past five shows, and this show coming up on February 25th, it will be over at the Drexelbrook Event Center, and, uh, and it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful show. You have every, sh- and every show is different, which is really great. And I mean, I, I still love doing my Johnny Cash, but I like hosting it because I love to see, I'm not just saying this, but what I see like friends and family come out and you know, before we get no less than five ones a keep. Why? Wow. So that's through five to 600 people. One was 650. And um, so this show coming up on the 25th is gonna be a Motown and folk rock combination. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. We're going to have a, a a guy that sings just like Marvin Gaye. His name is Steve Cofield, with, and he has a trio called Sweet, himself and two young ladies behind him. And then doing Aretha Franklin, his other friend of mine, Lisa Shabu, excellent singer. And uh, and the Barbara Streisand in this show is done by Debbie Feaser from Media, Pennsylvania. Wait, whoa, Dad. Oh, sorry. Was Debbie Feaser? Does she know your wife? Yes, but they you know what? They're sisters-in-law. They were. She was at the party. Yes, yes. That's right. Now, 
out of memory. See, like that's, that's like fourteen or fifteen years ago. So have a great memory. They're both Debbie Feeser, actually. All right, now y'all are confused. Yeah, tell me about it, because my Debbie married her. Anyway, my Debbie married her brother years ago. But anyway, so she's the Barbara Streisand, and she's amazing also. And the feature, they're all featured, but the um, kind of star of the show is a young lady named uh, Audra McLaughlin. She was on The Voice about uh, six years ago, and she was in the top five at the end. She, she will be imitating Linda Ronstadt. She's got the exact voice of Linda. And she has her own voice, too, but she really... Does those in the rounds? A good psychic in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna do that. We're gonna have definitely feature you. Oh no, that that make that makes me want to wear diapers. That scares <laughs> the hell out. You know me. I would always do that. But yes, yeah, so it would look forward. Thank you, Tom. What made you like? I want to get to the tribute artist party. What made you pick Jerry Garrett? Well, this is what happened. I was never such a, a much of a singer growing up. I was more of a musician. I studied as a musician since I was nine years old till I was twenty. With all great, I never went to college or anything for it, but I had uh, three of the greatest teachers that you could have. I was so fortunate. Uh, so um, when I was uh, 18 years old, I teamed up with a woman that was uh, almost twice my age. And she said, Joey, you have to sing. So long story short, I went for singing lessons. And um, and I, still, I knew I didn't have much, so I figured I'd work at it. But long story short, all these years, I was singing a regular adult cover songs with me, her, and a drummer. And um, uh, I was started doing Johnny Cash songs, only two of them at the time. And I just did it as I did it as um, as I would think he would go. And then people used to say, "You sound like Johnny Cash," so I, because I didn't think I sounded that much like him. So I started working on that, building on it. And then about uh, eight years after that, I went to Atlantic City. And I was a big fan of these shows called An Evening with the Legends. They were down in Atlantic City for like 22 years. Wow. So when I saw that, I'm like, oh, I want to do that. Because I love to imitate, right? And uh, so not having the greatest voice around, I said, well, guess what? I have the dark hair. I got kind of a little bit of the look. Let me try Johnny Cash. Does he sound like Johnny Cash, though? Yes, he does. I'm telling it right now. See the song you played on the ad? Yeah, I do that song. See, and I was trying to pick up a cool Johnny Cash song. I didn't want to just... That's a good one. A lot of people, Johnny Cash fans know that. Probably then you find this other thing here. Um, are there any particular rituals or preparations you go through before each show, like when you do Johnny Cash? And, yeah, well, you hang upside down the event. Well, I know what I... I'm not just saying this. Well, I don't do any of that stuff. Of course, I say a prayer, you know, uh, before a show. But in, pre in preparation for a show... I always watch the movie Walk the Line. <laughs> so I got to throw that in. And it's so funny. I must have seen it like, it's got to be 30 times, right? Since it came out in 03. So, um, but uh, that'll be one of the things. And if I can't get to that, I watch videos of him. And of course, it's always there. I just, I just feel like I feel him almost like you're, you're in the channeling, Benress, right? It's almost like channeling him. It really is. Cause I've heard other people say um, a very interesting story in a I tell my old Beach Boys story because I'm very connected to Brian Lewis of the Beach Boys, all of that. And I am in Arizona. I am out in the Scottsdale, beautiful home. And there's a woman there. And I keep hearing literally a guy say, dude, tell her Murray. And I'm going, what? Dude, tell the lady Murray. Just say Murray. And I wouldn't do it because the only Murray I know of would have been one of the, the Beach Boys' father was Nero. Harry Wolfus. Yes. 
So I say it, I go, ma'am, I'm sorry. I just go, all I keep heart hearing is Murray. And this dude, he just keeps saying, dude, say Murray. He goes, my sister dated Dennis for the longest time. So yeah, it's like, so do you ever pick up the essence of Johnny? Yes, I do. I do. Especially when I get a good response from an audience. Uh, sometimes I'll leave somebody all up the other song, even though I have a set list. That, you know, if I'm doing 45 minutes or 50 minutes, I'll I'll just tell the uh, sound man take that you know let's or or the band let's let's do this one. And uh, what was your question? I'm sorry, I think I answered it. Okay, so that's it. Okay, so that's it. The other oh yeah, the essence of it. it that just comes naturally. I mean, I, I even though I'm pia- I'm a piano player, I also played the guitar since I was a little boy. To, but I know the basic chords. So that, that was just a weird thing how I did that when I was young. And that came to, it was almost like I was supposed to do this. It really is. I'm, so you were already into music and music led you to Johnny. Yes. It's oh, my dad was a big fan. He used to watch his television show from, I think, from 1969. But I was like 13, right? Until, you know, the, the last show, I think, in 1974. And I used to watch it with him. So I kind of, you know, I knew a lot about him through my dad. Uh, my stepdaughter's... Uh... Cassandra, her biological father, you know, she when she was a little girl, she would hum Johnny Cash in the car. Like, it would be her way to get on my nerves, but she didn't realize I liked all kinds of music. So okay. you could have Johnny Cash on in the car, and it would be great. Right, right. What is, and it's a weird question to ask, but I ask it of everyone. What do you think is the spiritual aspect of you performing? Like, why do you do what you do? Well, First of all, uh, y'all, and I saw those fellas doing what they were doing at Legends in Concert in Atlantic City, and I saw how I felt, and I looked around at the audience and saw the reaction that they got when they walked out with the sparkles. Even though Johnny Cash didn't wear sparkles or anything, but there were guys that, they, they, a lot of them had sparkly things and things that the original artists didn't wear, and uh, the excitement of the room, uh, and I would say, I want to be a part of that. I never had a chance to become to the next levels. That this gives you a feeling, a spiritual feeling of going to those levels. You know, like you almost feel like it. Yeah. Because you're getting, you know, at the end of the shows where there's 1,800 people, 2,000 people like down at resorts and the Tropicana where I oh, did some shows down there. Mm-hmm. Quite many. And um, uh, I would you know, sign autographs. It's the weirdest thing. You actually, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, but to sign this, I said, all right, you want Johnny Cash on there? They said, yeah. And I put on the refining Joe Stafiri. And then everybody wants to take pictures after the streams too. So you stand there because they feel like they feel a spiritual connection to Johnny. Yeah. So that's where I'm bringing the people. Now, what has been the craziest show? Because I ask people what you perform. What's the craziest show you ever did? As Johnny Cash? As Johnny Cash. Well, it was down at the, uh, the one of the yacht clubs down there, 291. What are the yacht clubs? Not the Corinthian. There's another, there's another one. Uh, it was on, they had a beach setting, and I had to play on the sand, and I have heels on there to like, say, four inches, and like this is this that alone. So I'm kind of wobbling around trying to do just not the Johnny Cash dance, but it was just very uncomfortable. And uh, so I just, I, I played, I'm just glad nobody took any videos, because I just looked uncomfortable. I was sweating. It was very uncomfortable. Was that Key West? Not Key West, no. But I did play down there too. Yeah, but anyway, that that was kind of weird. Sit, playing on sand with cowboy boots. Oh, my goodness. That's gracious, man. Now, let me take a look at these questions because people would ask Sunday questions. Yeah, that's bad. Uh-huh. Oh, 
Have you ever had the opportunity to meet anyone involved with Johnny Cash, the family, the business, anything? I know it's so sad. This is around 1987. Johnny Cash was appearing. Uh, it was, um, it was, you know, where the Alpine Inn was, right, Donnie Moore? The Alpine Inn on Baltimore Pike in Springfield. Right across the street was a Toys R Us, and I was there with my kids and my wife. And, and that night, and I knew Johnny, I was working seven nights a week and about three and four afternoons every week for years as a musician, right? My own band and then as a piano bar, the whole thing. So sure enough, when I looked across the street at the, and I realized, and I got this is, I saw this, they had a spotlight out there like Hollywood. That was the night that Johnny Cash was there. And that was the only time. And I said, I said, you know what? I could probably see him sometime in the future live, you know, but I never did. But Debbie's brother, Russell, uh, my Debbie's brother had a picture because he went to that show. And I didn't find that out till like 10 years ago. And he had a picture taken with him. He went in the bat. And uh, well, hopefully he was good friends with the Tarashians. Oh, was he? Oh, that's the one of the Alpine. Oh, okay. I see these yeah. guys are using Italian last names. Yeah, yeah. This is where I start to lose. And <laughs> I, I, I just need to go to the rest. Well, the one at the time was a guy named Pat Burns. Now, you know Pat Burns. Oh. Yeah, so he, brought, he used to bring out Martino, the singer, famous singer. He brought, I saw Bobby Vitz in there. You know, I learned my lesson with Johnny Cash because I thought Johnny would come back. But uh, this is so Philly, Al Martino. Pat, Pat Burns owns the... Uh, uh, no, Pat Burns, isn't he? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, he's one. He does the. Um, yes, he, owns he leases it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a he's a he's a big shot. I worked for him thirty years ago. Now, do you have your own favorite tribute artist, like a guy or a gal you know out there that's so but you just love? See, I do, I do. I have just two. Well, I have to really all of them to me are great because they're just great at what they do. Uh, but there's one girl that lives out west. Um, her name is Kelly Smith. A share impersonation is so. I'm just waiting for her to come back east to have her. Her share is first of all, she's super gorgeous. She's share is beautiful to me. She's perfect. This girl is actually I can't even say prettier because they're both beautiful, but her voice is exact and she's so gorgeous. Kelly Smith, and uh, so I, I I admire her so so much. And she also does Olivia Newton-John right to the T, and she's got that pretty. That's the kind of face she has. And so her, and also, uh, I'm a, I'm a huge uh, Rod Stewart fan. There's a guy named Rick Larimore who we just had in the last show, who's from Connecticut, and I shipped him down here. So, and his voice was perfect. You know, he had back problems, so he fit jump around like Rod, but Rod can't still jump around like Rod, right? <laughs> yeah. But let me tell you something. He had the audience in the palm of his hands because it was so funny. Everybody said, "Joe, his voice was perfect." He said, and they looked like him. I said, but his comedy was just as good as the voice. Now, so you have like Dean Martin guy. We have Dean Martin. I, and I've had him about three times so far. His name is Rob Cabela from, from South Jersey. Uh, I've had um, um, Amy Winehouse. A girl that does Amy Winehouse to a T. Wow. A little older than Amy. This girl's about 50, where Amy was only in her early 20s. But she pulls it off because she sounds exactly like her. And the, what the audience does, if they... If they... If they see, if they hear the voice, if they hear that Amy voice, they hear, they they see with their ears. Do you get what I'm saying? Oh, they hear the voice, they go, oh my God, it's Amy. Then they'll see the hair. Then they'll see the tattoos here. So it all comes together. You know, so. That's amazing. Now, um, real quick here, I just have to do a shout out 
Uh, yeah. I'm trying to get back together. I got hit by a car, that kind of stuff. So I didn't know. And um, I've been doing a little Pilates not with a Pilates studio uh, called Fluid here, and they actually sponsored a show. So they helped sponsor the show. So I'd like to say hello to Fluid Pilates out here in Westchester. Guys, if you've got any kind of injury, hurt yourselves, this is this is the perfect thing to get you loosened up. Pilates has helped me in so many different ways. And I know my instructor's on that. It'll help you a lot more if you got your ass down here and actually did the exercise. Yes, Courtney, I hear you. My ass will be down there. Is this sweet? Um, what I also find too here is, oh, before I forget, Donald, I brought it up. So got to find a Louis Primo. I have one. You have one. I'll go to that show. Well, too honest to God, I have a birthday. I'll open that show as a psychic if you have a Louis Primo. All right, let's make a deal. I believe I just said that. I'm not kidding. I have the best around. Tom Peasy. You know Tom Peasy? I've seen his uh, advertised. Yeah. Now, to the younger kids that are listening to this, this is old even for me. But these are some of the greatest entertainers of all time. Dean Martin, Louis Primo. These guys were cool. Before cool was cool. Yeah. You know, um, and I remember that. Now, what would you tell people? There's always one question. What's the one thing to tell people not to do if they wanted to get into your business? Uh, what not to do? What not to do? In the, just in the entertainment business, just flat, just uh, generally. Oh, he is pretty bad. I'll tell you why. Because here's, what, here's what's the important thing. Take care of your health, number one. And I did that since I was a young man. Even though I've had health issues, thank God, or I'd be gone. But I took care of my health when I was a young man up until now. Uh, keep the drinking at a limit. No smoking. Oh, yeah. Right? And, uh, you know, I, and the drug, the full drug thing. No, not even social drugs. You, know, that you have to keep a clean life because it is an art form. Like, I have guys that work for me even now. Like, they'll sneak a drink in because they can't drink when they work with me. Because not that they don't, uh, it, they can't hold it. They can hold it. But if they had a day job, you know, in an office or something, you did would they drink in there? You know what I mean? So I hold the same good drink and do a session for Exactly. So that's what I mean. So I don't want them in any way to be impaired. If they're nervous, the nervous is good because it gives you an edge to entertain actually better. And once that once those nerves go away, you're wide open. You really give it hell. I my favorite show would be like Dean Martin, Sinatra, Louis Prem. I could put all that talk about that. I would have let up that, that I'd be sitting there. Oh, that would. I just happen to keep away from that era, only just to keep it in the middle. It's always stay in the middle. Like I use a Tina Turner bureau. Could you imagine here in Westchester if you did something like that? You'd, that probably was sold out for an entire weekend. I think so. That it was just be crazy nuts. Um, and so now before we close out, yeah, I only have a certain amount of time when we do this. It's been an absolute pleasure to meet with you again. Thanks. The say out with you again. I mean, having Don here, you know, this is really wonderful. What is your next big show coming out? Where can people find you, find out about? Okay. The next show, and we are right now over half sold out. It is, uh, it is at the Drexel Brook Event Center in Drexel Hill, Pennsylvania. The date is February 25th. So it's a great Christmas present for people you love because it's a great family show. And as I said earlier, we're having a Linda Ronstadt tribute artist, Audra McLaughlin, who's one of the greatest singers on the East Coast, her natural voice. So when she bends it to sound like Linda, she's there. And we have uh, Steve Cofield as Marvin Gaye, had his two ladies, Sweet, behind him. They do the, the Tammy Terrell, you know, 
her world. And, and, and uh, Lisa Shavu, who's actually acts excellent also as a singer, she bends her voice to Aretha and it's there. And of course, uh, my friend, uh, dear friend, uh, Deb Debbie Fiesen, not my Debbie Fiesen, the original, I called her the original Debbie Fiesen, as Barbara Streisand. Oh. And that's going to be February 25th. But don't call the uh, Drexelbrook. Contact me, Joe Stafiri. If I may give a number, just in case, a phone number. You certainly can. All right, my phone number is 610-745-2672. My, yeah. I'm going to say, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, so I might embarrass him. Not at all. Joe, do you have like a Instagram page? No, I'm, I'm, I got to get that. I'm, a, I'm one of the dinosaurs with that kind of stuff. Folks, just, don't worry about it. We'll get this taken care of in about a week. Colleen, if you're listening to this, for your husband, don't don't let him put up with. Make him put an Instagram page out tomorrow with all this this nonsense. Yeah, uh, get a Facebook page too. I'm gonna murder you. I will. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I have a friend of mine who going to be discussing that. Some Good. of that, Lisa Crocanary, who's excellent. Now, all these Italians, what are they doing in my life? Yeah, I don't know. It's just supposed to be that way. Crocanary, you here, my book one. Um, he's Donald Donald Moore. He used to be Morelli. No, he's I'm teasing Moore. I only case for it. Isn't Donnie Moore? I can't. You know, it has actually been nice having Don sit with us here. Ellis here. Um, I can't wait to see more of what you're doing, how you do it. And yes, I will talk to you in the future about doing that. Now I get my website too. Yes, website is an eveningwiththelegends.com. You heard mm -hmm. that an evening with the legends. And by next week, Colleen. Make sure he has an Instagram page because it's an amazing show and you guys are selling out everywhere. Every show. You, you're doing well. So on behalf of myself and everyone here at The Social, um, don't forget I'm here on Wednesday evenings. That's going to be more of a, a thing. A lot of you guys keep asking me about doing the readings after. Yes, but you have to come in and sign up for that with the hostess. So don't just like pop up because that could be gone. Yeah. So, so they make reservations for that for you. Well, yeah, they can come if they come in and you have dinner, whatever you see we do on the podcast. Yeah, when I'm done in half an hour, forty minutes, they can have a session. Thank you, guys. Good night. Good night. Wonderful, Rick. Good. Thank you. Thank you.